listening to Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay, a podcast that empowers financial brand marketing, sales, and leadership teams to maximize their digital growth potential by generating 10 times more loans and deposits. Today's episode is part of the Buy the Book series, where James Robert unlocks and shares the secrets of digital marketing and sales strategies for financial brands from his best-selling book, Banking on Digital Growth, the strategic marketing manifesto to transform financial brands that is now available on Amazon. Let's get into the show. Greetings and hello. Thank you for tuning into the 39th episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast, where I, James Robert Lay, your digital anthropologist, continue to coach and guide you as together we simplify the biggest digital marketing and sales strategies that will empower you and your financial brand to generate 10 times more loans and deposits. Today's episode is part of the Buy the Book series where I share insights from my best-selling book, Banking on Digital Growth, The Strategic Marketing Manifesto to Transform Financial Brands. As always, I like to start these episodes by shouting out and celebrating those that have read the book. And today I saw a note from Tiffany on LinkedIn, who is the VP of Retail Sales and Experience for a financial brand in the Midwest. For context, Tiffany shared a quote from Banking on Digital Growth where I wrote, Remember the fundamental opportunity is to help guide people beyond the financial stress that's keeping them up at night and taking such a heavy toll on their health and their relationships. The goal is to get them to a bigger, better, brighter future. To that point, I appreciate Tiffany sharing that and and really more so adding her thoughts on LinkedIn because she wrote, quote, this has been my goal since I started in banking. Growing up in poverty and lack, I wanted to make sure others knew there was hope and a way forward, exclamation mark, end quote. Tiffany, I want to thank you for joining me on this journey as I continue to work towards my own personal bigger purpose here at the Digital Growth Institute that I call 1BXBTR, which is to get 1 billion people beyond their financial stress towards just that, towards a bigger, better, brighter future. But I can't achieve this purpose alone, and I'm grateful for people like you, Tiffany, who are committed to guiding people forward along a similar journey within the communities that your financial brand serves. But none of this can happen if financial brands continue to operate, specifically with marketing and sales in mind, if they are informed by the past, if they continue to promote the same commoditized products of being driven by profits and of thinking of growth through the old world model of broadcast marketing and in branch sell strategies. No, going forward in this digital world, the greatest growth opportunities for financial brands is to bank on purpose to commit to put the transformation of people over the commoditized transaction of dollars and cents. And as a result, I promise the profits will follow. And you might be thinking, why? Why is this true? And that's exactly what I want to help you gain clarity around as we dive deep, dive deeper into the consumer's brain together. What makes people tick? specifically when it comes to shopping and buying financial products and services. It all comes down to one word, and that word is trust. You see, 
in any human relationship, there are three different levels of connection. And in the pyramid of human relationships, which is a strategic model that I teach financial brands, the foundation of any relationship first and foremost is built on respect. And respect is when you commit to put the needs of others in front of your own. You help someone when they have a need, not when you or your financial brand has a need. At the pinnacle, at the top of the pyramid of human relationships is love. Now, the word love might get a bit confusing here at first glance, but there are many different types of love. There are many different kinds of love. In fact, the ancient Greeks, for that matter, talked about five different levels of love. But for our purposes here today, perhaps it's easier to think about love within the the context of the pyramid of human relationships as commitment. Because commitment is the deepest form of connection with any relationship that we have between human beings. So for us, the strategic question to be clear is, how can your financial brand gain commitment and connection with consumers in the communities that you serve in today's digital economy? And the only way to bridge the gap between respect and love, respect and commitment, is to increase the level of trust. And you build trust in two different ways. Number one, trust is built through communication. Trust is built by what you say, but also just as important, trust is built through action. Trust is built by what you do. In today's digital economy, Trust has to be built with a digital first mindset. That's because trust must be established long before a consumer comes into a branch, if they come into a branch at all going forward in this post-COVID world to apply for a loan or to open an account. Now, having a purpose that transcends profits, having a purpose that transcends the promotion of commoditized products, this is your key to bridge the consumer trust gap through your digital communications, what you say, and through your digital experience, your actions, what you do, both of which must deeply be rooted in empathy. Already we've established in today's digital world that empathy, it is one of the most important competitive strategic advantages, if not the most important strategic advantage. Let's come back to that. What exactly is empathy? Well, to find the answer quickly, let's go to Google. And Google defines empathy as, quote, the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. To help us understand the strategic advantage of empathy, let's take a peek inside two brains. We have the banker's brain and we have the consumer's brain. Now, the banker's brain, it's a beautiful brain. But the banker's brain is going to be more analytical. It's going to be more rational. It's going to be more logical. As for the majority of financial brand leaders, they're often left brain thinkers, relying very heavily on fact and on reason. And this is good, once again, because we're dealing with people's money. However, it's easy for the banker's brain to get trapped in banker thinking and really view the world through those three Ps of just product, of process, of profits. And this is why I encourage financial brand leaders to step out of the banker's brain And let's take a stroll together into the hearts and minds of people. And let's put on our our consumer caps. And when we review the world 
from the mind's eye of people, of consumers, those that are shopping and buying financial products and services, we start to view the world through right brain thinking. And right brain thinking is driven primarily by feelings and emotions. Because consumers often buy with the heart. They buy with their feelings. They buy with their emotions. And they're in search of two things on their consumer buying journeys. They're looking for help. They're looking for hope. And how does help and show up in the brain? Let's dive a bit deeper into the brain as we explore three key parts together. First and foremost, we have the neocortex. That is the thinking brain. And this is where logic and reason resides. Moving from the neocortex, we have the limbic system, which is the feelings brain. And this is where emotion and memories are stored. And finally, we have the reptilian brain. And this is what we depend upon for survival. From a banking perspective, when you find your marketing and sales communications are talking to consumers about your great rates, your amazing service, and your commoditized lookalike laundry list of product features, you're very much speaking into the neocortex or to the thinking brain of consumers. What's the problem here? The problem is that every financial brand, even in this digital world, is communicating the same thing. And we're all speaking into the crowded and overloaded thinking brain of people. So let's take a step back. Let's look for ways to transform, to elevate your marketing and sales communication strategies to begin to speak into the other two parts of the brain, first and foremost. Here's why. When you speak into the other two parts of a consumer's brain, you create exponential value for yourself, for your financial brand, but you also do so for the people in the communities that you serve. But you can't gain direct access to a consumer's limbic system into their feelings brain without first gaining permission by communicating through the reptilian brain. This is where all of your marketing and sales communication strategies must begin. Technology has transformed our world and digital has changed the way consumers shop for and buy financial services forever. Now consumers make purchase decisions long before they walk into a branch, if they walk into a branch at all. But your financial brand still wants to grow loans and deposits. We get it. Digital growth can feel confusing, frustrating, and overwhelming for any financial brand marketing and sales leader. But it doesn't have to because James Robert wrote the book that guides you every step of the way along your digital growth journey. Visit www.digitalgrowth.com to get a preview of his best-selling book, Banking on Digital Growth, or order a copy right now for you and your team from Amazon. Inside, you'll find a strategic marketing manifesto that was written to transform financial brands, and it is packed full of practical and proven insights you can start using today to confidently generate 10 times more loans and deposits. Now, back to the show. Keep in mind, this part of the brain, the reptilian brain, the survival brain, it's all about fight or flight. It's friend, it's foe. I like to call this the binary brain. 
because the answers it's either one or a zero it's true or a false it's a yes or a no if the primary question the reptilian brain asks is can i trust you the question being asked by the consumer's limbic system is how do you make me feel and we we first must gain access to unlock the reptilian brain when a consumer says, can I trust you? Yes, yes I do. Because then and only then do we have permission to answer the question, how do you make me feel? Similarly, if the first question was unlocked by drawing upon your purpose, the question of how you make the consumer feel will be answered by how well you leverage your understanding of their emotional needs, of the needs of the people within the communities that you serve. And and really more importantly, the process, your communication and actions through how you emotionally connect with them. Because if you succeed in making this emotional connection, it means that you've empathetically connected to activate positive feelings, positive emotions through your processes. Once again, processes being the communications, the actions of your marketing and sales teams. And that's where trust is built. Trust is built on two things, what you say and what you do. When you make a positive emotional connection with the consumer, you finally, you finally have permission then to communicate to the rational part of their brain, and that's the neocortex, where then and only then, it's now okay to start talking about your product. But even here, I want you to be very careful to not fall back on old patterns, on old behaviors, on old habits, and begin to babble on about those rate services and features because still, even at this point, it's not about you, it's about them their needs, their questions and concerns, their hopes, their dreams, and how you can help them achieve them. Through purpose, through empathy, all of which are enhanced by communications and actions of both marketing and sales teams, you build respect, you increase trust, and that will activate positive emotions, leading people to fall in love and commit to your financial brand. So what exactly is the value in that emotional connection and commitment? In a report titled, Making the Emotional Connection of Financial Services, we found research that concluded an emotionally connected account holder actually creates 30% upwards to 100% more value for a financial brand than even just a highly satisfied account holder. We also found what's called a multiplier connection or an emotional multiplier. And that means the value added to an account holder, when we look at analyzing variables, such as the number of financial products each account holder has with a financial brand, we find a multiplying effect. Emotionally connected account holders, which coming back is established through purpose and empathy. Those emotionally connected account holders actually have a six times larger lifetime value when compared to the highly satisfied account holder. So if a 6x multiplier of lifetime value doesn't settle the question once and for all for how these strategic principles rooted in purpose, empathy, emotion, they're not just touchy-feely subjects. They create value to the bottom line. I, I don't know what will, but you get it. And that's why you are committed to maximizing your financial brand's digital growth potential through purpose, through empathy. 
And now that you know how to use purpose and empathy to win trust, coming back to that key word to start today's conversation, to win trust through communication, what you say, and through actions, what you do for both your marketing and sales teams, you will continue to get better and better at doing it digitally especially when we start talking more about the psychology and understanding what drives people to make buying decisions for financial products and services. In fact, that's where I want to wrap up today's episode and briefly share five primary drivers of human behavior, as noted by a few Harvard Business School professors. First, you have the drive to acquire. It's everything you strive to gain. It's money, it's status, and and, and it's really power. Then you have the drive to bond. And what you get out of this is acceptance, love, shared value, community, if you will. Next, we have the drive to learn. So through education, you gain knowledge, and knowledge helps to build confidence for a person. And similarly, the drive to defend is all about protection and security. And finally, we have the drive to feel happy, to appreciate the beauty in life. And when we think about those five drivers of human behavior through the lens of what we say, what we do, what we communicate, how we do it, the experiences that we deliver, this is one of the main reasons purpose is at the heart of the digital growth blueprint because it is purpose that binds together so many of these drivers of human behavior, such as the drive to bond and the drive to feel. And while up to this point, we've looked at purpose with a focus on consumers, purpose can also create value internally by aligning key stakeholders across your financial brand, which is exactly what we'll explore on the next episode of the Buy the Book series. As always, and until next time, be well, do good, and wash your hands. Thank you for listening to another episode of Banking on Digital Growth with James Robert Lay. Like what you hear? Tell a friend about the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify and subscribe while you're there. To get even more practical and proven insights, visit www.digitalgrowth.com to grab a preview of James Robert's best-selling book, Banking on Digital Growth, or order a copy right now for you and your team from Amazon. Inside you'll find a strategic marketing and sales blueprint framed around 12 key areas of focus that empower you to confidently generate 10 times more loans and deposits. Until next time, be well and do good.